Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to all our listeners out there. This is VOH, Voice of Healing Radio, and I'm Mike Petro. So we've been here at the reawakening in San Antonio. We've we've got to talk to a lot of uh, wonderful people about different things, different topics. Um, there's so many people here that have been uh, really informative about the different things that are going on, not only within the Republican Party, but the, the, the conservative movement. And one of the things I'm seeing is we're seeing a lot of people that are conservative, yet their, their values are conservative, but they're not a Christians. And uh, I, I've been talking to a lot of our congressmen, senators, and, and finding out that these men are Christians, that they have a deep and firm belief in Christ. And I'm here with one of those men, Jake Merrick, and and just talking to him a little bit, I actually could not believe I found the anointing coming off of a senator, which uh, really touched me. And he's up here, he's up in Oklahoma in the the 22nd district. He, just talking to him, I, I hear within him a voice for change. Jake, it's it's great to have you on the show, brother. And and uh, as a senator, you know, I, I'm talking to you. I, I'm seeing a brother in Christ. I, and you know, we were just talking about some of our spiritual roots. And then you're carrying this mantle of a senator. And and, and I know so many Christians have a hard time with this, not because they're against it. It's just like we see so much going on, so much phoniness. And, and uh, so many fake things and the separation between church and state, which is really not that. Right. How, how have you been able to navigate through those waters? Well, I tell, you, I tell people all the time that it's one life. We live one life and we live the same no matter where we go. And so I just apply that to my, my platform in the Senate when I'm on the floor, when I'm in my office, when I go home, when I'm doing my business, there's just one life. There's only one way to live, and it's in Christ. Amen. And once we try to start parsing that out, compartmentalizing, then ultimately what we're trying to do is just take control back. You know, we're trying to we're trying to control our life and, and how we're supposed to act and respond, you know, with my wife and with with businessmen. You know, I just had a with our business, we just met, um, you know, with several multimillionaires and, and billion-dollar companies, mm. and it's no different. Sure. They're human beings. I have one assignment on this earth: is to represent Christ. And when you fully trust Him and tr- trust that, trust your assignment, it makes life very easy. Yeah. And so I really understand, and I'm understanding more and more all the time what Jesus meant about my my yoke is easy. Amen. My burden is light. Amen. Stop trying to control things, and it gets a very simple. Sure. 
You know, it's interesting to me because I, I, in my life, uh, just because of coming out of a business family, I've, I've got to meet a lot of politicians. Right. And one thing I've noticed about politicians that they can become extremely hard. Right. Very focused. Yeah, some people would call it focused. There's a hardness about them, probably because so much of what you guys have to see and deal with and people you're dealing with. How do, how do you navigate through that? You know, because I see in you, you have a piece about you. There is a there's, piece. You don't have that hardness. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's funny, I actually just posted about that this morning on my, my Senate page, Jake for the State. And let me just read you what I said. I just quoted some scripture. Um, and I said, it's the prescription for a successful life. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, also the, the secret to remaining pure in politics. Here's what it is. Philippians 2, 3. Okay. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. <laughs> Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Yeah. Very simple. Amen. And if you do nothing out of selfish ambition yeah. or vain conceit, uh, you know, people get hard because they, they're trying to become God. Sure. You know, and, and you look at Jesus. Was he hard or soft? Well, he was what he needed to be when he needed to be it. And so, you know, with those he flipped the tables over with, he was hard. There was the judgment of God, but then you had the the grace of God and he was gentle as a dove. And so that's who he was. And it was because he was filled with the spirit, led by the spirit. And he gives you what you need, when you need it. When you need to be firm, you can be firm. When you need to be soft, you can be soft. And so it's constantly trusting him in that. And I'm not taking the lead. I'm not pursuing my own goals. I've learned that does not work. And that ends with frustration and what, that, that hardness. And I believe it's a hardness. It's a callousness to people. It's a callousness right. to the things of God. And as soon as a politician becomes that callous to people, you know they've lost their way yeah. because they're there to represent the people Amen. and be a voice for the people. Actually, this, this is a great point, Jake. Um, one of the things I see is... There's such a hardness about D.C. now. I, I, a lot of my family were in the military, graduates from West Point, Annapolis, so, you know, leaders in the military. And they, they all say the same thing about the Capitol. They all say the same thing when you get into D.C. And it is for the wrong person with the wrong heart, wrong attitude, a power grab. Yeah. And it, it, you, you wouldn't think it, but they're there for the power, yeah. right? Do you see change I, I've talked to a lot of brothers that are running for office, mm-hmm. brothers in Christ. Uh, and and one, another brother from uh, leaving his church there in Oklahoma running also. Uh, I believe he's running for Congress. Right. Um, I, I'm watching this more and more where Christians are getting into politics. Uh, 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 brother Mark Burns, right. who was uh, the right-hand man of Donald Trump uh, with, the, with the Christian Coalition of Pastors, right? He now is running for uh, Congress in, in South Carolina. Do you see a shift coming? And in that shift, um, is it something that's happening right now, a, a move? Uh, do, do you see change coming? Absolutely. I mean, it's here. It's here. One of the things that I'm seeing in Oklahoma especially is we, we call it the grassroots movement, you know, but I really believe it's the activation of the church. It's not just general grassroots people. It's actually people with conviction. And those people are followers of Christ. And so you're seeing them step up to realize the direction this ship is going. 
is not the direction God intended it to go. It was not the design. And it will continue going that way as long as we allow it. Amen. And so you will have both what you allow and what you demand. And so we're going to stand up and demand it's going to go a certain way. And I believe that's the shift in the narrative is that for too long, we've played defense. We've we've gotten this habit of responding to Democrats, of responding to liberal policy. They're aggressive, putting it out there. And then we say, no, 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 don't do that. But we're not coming out with an answer, an alternative. And so we need to be the first one to come out with the answer. This is the way we're going and let them play defense and let them fight and scramble. That's fine because we're not on the same page, but we need to be on the offense. We need to be aggressive with our policy. If if any people in the world, we should have the most confidence because we know where we're rooted. We know why we believe what we believe Mm -hmm. and saying it has to be this way. There's no compromise. So we're done really with the day of compromise. And I believe COVID has revealed that. Like we were talking earlier, the church really got punched in the mouth and revealed and exposed. And for many churches, they it was it became known we're playing games. You've been playing games with God, Amen. playing games with God's people, and that does not work when you're dealing with real stuff. Amen. You know, when you're dealing with cancer, when you're dealing with an oppressive tyrannical government, yeah. games don't work anymore. Yeah. And you see people fleeing, churches shutting down, and the real church is rising, saying, "Why are you running?" Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Let's get in the fight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, here's what John Adams said. He said, God will bless or curse this nation according to the course Christian take, Christians take in politics. Mm, amen. He said, he said, the church must take right ground in regard to politics. Politics are part of a religion in this country, in a country as this, and Christians must do their duty to their country as a part of their duty to God. Amen. And that's John Adams. That's right. You know, that's where we have to get back to. Well, I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. So, I'm, uh, I, you know, we, we were the founding fathers. We're the originally 13 colonies, yes. right? And, and if you go back and you read the constitutions and, and the, the bills that were signed in the formation of those states, you realize that the separation of church and state has nothing to do with or, or, uh, of uh, any other religion than Christianity. Yeah. That our, our country was built on, without a doubt, Christian principles, because those those men laid those that groundwork. Yeah. And one of the things the Lord had spoken to me before, as, as the beginning of this whole thing hit, and actually was speaking to me before it, he said, I'm going to show you who the real church is. And then I'm going to use this, n- not Donald Trump, I'm going to use this, what's going on to get my people to pray for this move of God mm. that's coming. Amen. So those two things began. Now I, I see, you know, things that was spoken to me over a year and a half ago that we're in that time frame. And, and I don't know if you know of the uh, uh, George Washington had a visitation from an angel. I've uh, heard about it. Yeah, yeah. If you ever get a chance, go read it. So, you know, it's all over the internet. But he talked about the United States would be formed. Uh, you know, George Washington was at his lowest point. He was he was at a place where he had lost faith. He had lost his his desire to fight. And this angel came to him. And this angel told him that this would be a country that would be built under God and for God. And that we would go through he, he talked about certain things that would happen and one that angel told him about the civil war which came about and he and he said that would happen he goes and there would be one final battle at the end 
but the, the United States would be sustained and used by God in the final harvest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and every time somebody says something to me, every, a prophet or whatever, prophetic person, I always go back to what the Lord told George Washington mm-hmm. and, and that angel that spoke to him, or Jesus could have spoke to him. Right. I, I, he, he didn't know, but there was definitely a call upon this country. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Absolutely. You know, I know there's a tension within Christians, within the church about concerning the end times. And we're so we're seeing it being played out. We're seeing things being set up for the mark of the beast. And, you know, we're, we're saying, what do we do? Do we just let it go? Because it, it's, it's inevitable. And what's America's role in this? And, you know, I, I don't take that position. I believe that we are still called and held responsible for standing for righteousness no matter what happens and to stand until the end. And I believe that that America will be preserved in this day, that, that you will see a global uh, transition to a global government, global currency. That's where everybody wants to go, all of the, the liberals. Uh, but I believe, I mean, we're just seeing the rise of the church. And I believe that America will still be a light in these end times. Well, you know, it, it's an interesting thing to me. The word apocalypse literally means to remove the veil. Mm. It has nothing to do with end times. It has everything to do with seeing it's the apocalypse of Jesus Christ. Ah, so good. Meaning we're going to see Jesus in a greater light. Now, I'm, I'm a studier in the early church eschatology, meaning I study the early church fathers, the men that were raised up by the apostles. Because right. if I'm going to go, if I'm going to understand What's really what these men were really saying? I'm gonna go to the men they were taught by, right? They they never said the world would come to an end. They actually taught that at the end of the age, after six thousand years, this is their teaching. It's called millennialism. Mm-hmm. Four thousand years from Adam till Jesus, two thousand years from Jesus till now. Four plus two is six thousand years. Or if a day is equal to a thousand years, we're at the end of six days. Right. And the millennium is a thousand years. Or the day of the Lord, the seventh day. Amen. Amen. They taught this, that at the time we're here, it's here. When this happens, the Lord would remove the religious systems and expose it. I I think we've watched that. Um, A remnant would come out of that. And that remnant would walk in the glory of God. And the nations would come to that glory and they'd be transformed for the whole millennium. Right. So it ain't, Amen. it's not coming to an end according, uh, these are, this is Ignatius. Ignatius was the disciple of John the Revelator. Right. So people like to tell me, well, everything was done at the cross. I said, then why do we have the book of Revelations yeah. to reveal something that's never been seen? Mm-hmm. And when's that going to happen at the end? So the Lord is showing his church things, but I, I'm preaching now, Senator, and I want to <laughs> talk so about good. you. Amen. Uh, you'll feel that in me. I, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> well, we're going to get you into the church and yeah, hallelujah. That's great. Uh, say a few things, but where are you in, right now with, um, like, there's so many people wanting to know, like, this battle is really going on. It's, it's, you know, it's intense between the Democrats and the Republicans. And do you see the, 
the Republican Party holding ground till the midterms. I asked you earlier about Virginia, and I believe Virginia is a battle flag right now. Yep. I, I think the Democrats are afraid what happened in Virginia. Exactly. And I, and I said it to you before, I believe there's a lot of Democrats that are really conservatives. Because you get the old-time Democrats, they're, they're more conservative now uh, than, than sometimes even the, the Republicans. Yeah. But they're seeing things are changing, and they don't want that change. Yeah, you know, so I learned something about Virginia. I've, I've been up at Wall Builders, and uh, we just listened to David Barton speak, and you know, he's just a walking encyclopedia. Um, and so he's been up there for, I think, a few weeks, maybe months, working with the churches in Virginia. Yeah. And so he gave us some critical insight into how that happened. And what's happening is we're flipping the script on the Democrats. Uh, what they've been doing for years, Bernie San Sanders largely leading the charge, I know he has been in Oklahoma, is motivating and mobilizing the people to take back school boards, city councils at the local level yeah. and working within communities, this community activism. Yep. And so now that whole culture begins to shift and then you see the results in the polls exactly. on the larger elections. And so this has been happening for many years now. And now what we saw in Virginia is the Republicans finally doing the same thing. We're seeing it in Oklahoma all over. We're seeing it across this, the United States about finally we are, and thankfully, you know, COVID, I think, opened a lot of people's eyes. You know, parents were seeing what their kids were learning and now they're, they're up in arms and confronting the school boards and running for school board seats and taking yep. that back. And so all over this movement is happening where Republicans are moving finally at the local level. Amen. And that's what happened in Virginia that David Barton was saying that he'd been working with about six churches up there, mobilizing their people, and that made the difference in the, in the ultimate vote. Amen. And so I think that that's what has to happen all over. I, I, I'm on 100% agreement there. If the Republican Party will quit playing the middle ground yeah. and get back to Christian principles and take hands with the church, you can see it here. Exactly. The majority of the people here are Christian. They they want to get back to the, our roots. And if the conservative party will get back, not to its political roots, but get back to the church roots yeah. that it came out of. That's it. And those men in the churches will stand up and start the fight also. Then I, I don't see anybody beating uh, uh, any Republican across the nation. I, I you know, honestly, I, I'm even watching it. You know, I came from California and over there in Marietta, which is a little north of San Diego. People are done yeah. with the Democrats. Honestly, I, I'm watching even Democratic mayors, um, uh, people that are in the government there, they're saying, we don't want your, your, your politics. I mean, it's a mess when you see the people sleeping under bridges and everything else right. that are coming in there. They can't handle it. They don't want it. They're, they're putting up more of a conservative view. All we got to do is be the leaders of that. And I think, I think things are going to change Absolutely. drastically and quick. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I, um, I've been saying, I kind of mentioned it to you a little bit before, um, what the Lord had really showed me. I, a young man came to me the other day and he said, what, would, what word of advice would you give a young man like me that um, wanted to be a patriot. And I, I paused because I don't take moments like that lightly when they're asking for wisdom. Yeah. Because the words you say then could 
influence his life, most, most likely will, and many lives after him that he's touching. And so I paused to listen before I spoke. And what I saw was a tree. I saw a large tree, like an oak tree, and I saw the leaves falling off. And then I saw the people scrambling around, picking up the leaves and trying to tape them back on this tree of liberty. Yeah. And these leaves that were falling were the leaves of the Second Amendment, the leaves wow. of the First Amendment. And, and we said, we cannot lose these leaves. And so there's a desperate attempt to tape them back on. Mm. And while we were so consumed with getting the leaves back on the trees, there were those at the bottom taking an ax to the root. Wow. And that was the reason the leaves were falling off. And so... You know, I saw the people shift and then come down, drive off the people with the axes and start tending to the roots. Amen. And so those roots are the roots of faith that, that result in these, these inalienable rights, these rights that cannot be separated from our person that were given by God himself. And so we, I think we have to be careful because like you said, there's a lot of conservatives. There's a lot of patriots. There's a lot of, a, you know, Second Amendment people. Guess what? I'm all of those things, but I know why I'm all those things. I know where that comes from. And so my allegiance is first to the Lord, to God, because he is the giver of life and he is the giver of rights. And so we need to tend those roots of faith again in this this nation. And when we do, the leaves will inevitably be there. It's the natural outgrowth of the life that God gives us. And so I believe we fight for that first. We fight on that front too. I believe we have to have awakening, spiritual awakening in this nation. But here's one thing too is just like you can't win this big election while neglecting the local, Mm -hmm. we can't believe for a national revival and neglect our own family. Exactly. And neglect our own person. How is my prayer life? How am I leading my family in prayer? How am I influencing my community? I can't be believing for a national revival if I'm not doing that first. Amen. But if I do that first, I believe natural re- nat- national revival is inevitable. Well, you know, there's a word for that. It's called holiness. <laughs> right? There you go. And so if, if we, we want to get right with the Lord. I mean, he, he, that, that's the, the issue right now. Yeah. We have to have a church that wants to be holy. Yeah. And, and as we do that, the Lord's going to bring the move of God. You know, repentance is not asking for forgiveness of mistakes I've made. Yeah. The Hebrew and the Greek, the word repent means to go back to truth. Mm-hmm. And I think we've left so much of the truth that now there has to be a repentance where we come back to that truth. Amen. And I think that's where the Lord's taken us, Senator. Amen. So I'm here again with uh, a, a true man of God. I, I just feel it when I'm around uh, Jake. And, uh, and, and for those of you that are listening to us in the state of of Oklahoma up there in uh, District 22, remember to get around, uh, Jake, get around this man of God because, you know, I, I, I've talked to so many uh, uh, politicians in the state of California and, and I've seen the biggest problem that one of the things uh, the Republican uh, Party has is people supporting, people being hands on the ground, people picking up uh, the Malins and stuff like that. We could have actually took uh, Maxine's Waters' position, mm-hmm. but but the brother that was there did not have people to go pick up those valets. She knew she was going to lose. And uh, can you imagine that? That that district lost uh, that man of God all because people didn't go pick up those ballots. Wow. Uh, it, that, that astounds me. 
But, but we're gonna we're gonna support your brother you. anytime, anytime. I want to take you out to dinner one day. Let's do it. Amen. <laughs> so again, we were here with Senator uh, Jake Merrick, and and a blessing, and uh, just a, a, a real man of God. Thank for those you. of you that are listening to us out there on the Voice of Healing Radio, we just want to thank you for tuning in. Please, if you want to contact this this uh, man of God, how, how can they get in, in contact uh, yeah. for your campaign? For my campaign, the easiest way is jakeforthestate mm. at gmail.com. Nice. And jakeforthestate at gmail.com. That sounds like a poem. It sounds good. It all rhymes. <laughs> You're right. Again, jakeforthestate.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. So let's get a hold of them. If you want to uh, get a hold of us, The Voice of Healing, again, you have our numbers, you have our emails. Uh, text us, and we will pass that information on. May God bless you. Hallelujah, as you serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.